welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. Hey, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jessica. And welcome back to Adam's Rib, episode 119. Shout out to all the faithful listeners who are just been trucking with us all yes. these episodes. Shout out to you. If you are a new listener, welcome. You can subscribe to the podcast in iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Adams Rib Podcast. You can subscribe to our website. We have weekly blogs. We have events. And all of that jazz. Jessica, you're excited. I am. I'm excited. I am excited. We have a special guest with us, Ashley Towns. Hey, Ashley. Hi, Ashley. (laughs) So first, before we jump into conversation with Ashley, um, we obviously want to introduce her. So, life coach Ashley has nine years of education and work experience in the health and wellness industry and is the author of her first novel, Entangled. She is passionate about coaching her clients to reach their goals and have an abundant life. Ashley Towns, born in New York and raised in Ohio, has been working in public health specifically for the last six years. She attended Walnut Hills High School, the University of Cincinnati, and the University of Georgia. She earned her bachelor's degree in 2010 and master's degree in 2012, and she is currently pursuing a doctor of philosophy degree in health behavior and, ooh, what's that word, Ashley? (laughs) Epidemiology. Thank you. In Indiana. Girl. In 2013, she combined her passion for both sexual health and spiritual health to write her first nonfiction novel. Entangled discusses awareness and understanding of soul ties, perseverance through trials, how to lean on God for healing and transformation, as well as how to walk in your God-given purpose with confidence. Her goal as an author and life coach is to represent Christ through her authenticity and transparency so that others will see the power of God and that he is truly great. Amen. Amen. She motivates mm-hmm. and empowers millennials to use their gifts to fulfill their purpose and make their dreams become a reality. And she's a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, but we will not hold that against her today. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, Ashley, welcome. Welcome. Thank, Thank you. you so Thank much you. for joining us. So, Ashley, I've been reading your book, and we're going to jump into that a little bit later. But first, I just want to know, and all of our listeners want to know, what drove you to even write this book? Kind of explain a little bit more about your book and what drove (laughs) you to become a life coach. Okay. Well, thank you for having me. Um, Let's see. Um, When I started writing Entangled, I... um, I was coming out of a relationship. I was trying to figure out why certain cycles in my life were um, continuing to happen. And um, I started to think that it had a lot to do with um, how I was raised and the different types of circles that I was in. Um, My mom was studying to be a minister at the time and um, told me about um, cycles in the Bible. And so um, I went randomly to a spoken word event, and it was all about love, good love, bad love, soul ties. And 
the researcher in me um, heard soul ties and wanted to know what it was, if it was real. So I just I, I started looking around to see if there were other books about it. And they're very few at the time, um, maybe one or two books, um, not specifically on soul ties as a whole, but sort of touching on it here and there. Um, lots of blogs and sermons, but not a book. So um, God spoke to me and said, write it. And I couldn't sleep for weeks mm. until See I started it. I literally like would wake up at one or two o'clock in the morning with different ideas and different, like the names of the chapters, um, how he wanted it to unfold. And I knew it was him. Um, people just started like talking about things that I knew he wanted me to write about. People would, um, point out different. I went to several conferences, uh, one being Joyce Meyer, one being Megafest, and the sermons were literally about relationships they were about um, me examining myself. They were about um, healing and forgiveness. Um, it was a very spiritual warfare time writing it. I know that, you know, the enemy didn't want it to come out. And so um, I knew that it was him because there was so much against me <laughs> that I had never faced before. Um, and I really understood what my purpose was once I started writing it. So Valley and Gorgeous was birthed because once you become an author, you become an entrepreneur. And I learned that quick. Um, <laughs> so I didn't have a website when I published the book other than Amazon, Barnes and Nobles and the publishers mm-hmm. page. Um, and folks were always wondering like, well, what are you doing? Where are you at? Where are you speaking? So I realized quick I needed to have a website, I needed to have a brand, I needed to market my brand. So I just really thought about, like, what's the point of people who read Entangle? What do I want them to get out of it? And really, I just, I end the book talking about purpose. And so that's what I wanted people to get out of it, was knowing what their purpose is, knowing who to go to, to understand what their purpose is, which is the one who created them. And, um, you know, just flourishing in it, you know, it doesn't have to be your career. That's your purpose. It could be a hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe it is your career. Maybe you don't have a traditional nine to five. That's okay. But just helping people to understand that, um, your purpose is a, is a gorgeous thing. It's a, it's more than beauty because beauty is something that fades away. Um, being gorgeous is something that comes from the inside and it, it, um, infiltrates out. So it's when you're in your purpose, you're glowing, you're happy, you're joyful. Um, you love doing what you do, even though it may be difficult. So that's where it came from. Um, yeah. Well, so I have a lot of questions. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, we talk about purpose a lot on this episode, Mm -hmm. which is why we really want to have you on here because I think, you, it sounds like you struggled with what your purpose was initially. Mm-hmm. God revealed mm-hmm. it to you. And I know it wasn't, oh, the next day, okay, I'll just walk in it. It right. sounded like, you know, that, no. <laughs> right, that mm-hmm. it was a process. And so I'm really glad that you brought that up because I think a lot of women have to realize that I think we can tend to try and run away from our purpose because we're scared or we're nervous. And so did you, like, share your vision with anyone? Because I do feel like sometimes when we share this, yes, 
all my friends, God's called me to preach. And they're right. looking at you like, but you were just in the club with me yesterday. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> so mm-hmm. did you have any, you know, backlash from anyone? Did you share this with anyone that you were called to do this? You know, what was the process like? Yeah, all of the above. Um, so I... Once I knew God wanted me to write the book, um, I was very involved with um, my church at the time. Um, my line sister and her husband started it, and um, I was the treasurer for the church. I praise danced. Um, so I, like, went to them um, and was like, I think I'm supposed to write this book. And I, also, outside of church, we were having um, Monday uh, Bible studies. So my Bible study group um I told them as well, because every week we would say like highs and lows, things we were working on. And I told them like, I'm I'm about to start writing a book and I need you all to pray for me um, as I write it. So I quickly developed like a prayer group for me as I went through spiritual warfare to write the book. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really important because I had an accountability team that I could go to when things were tough. Mm-hmm. Um, and they checked on me because there were times where I wasn't writing because it was hard because I wasn't ready to give up certain things because I thought that if I was going to be the author of something that God said, that I had to be doing everything God said. And I wasn't mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. Um, there's parts of the book where I talk about, you know, drinking and in college, you know, that was a very, uh, social norm. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I talk about my struggle with, you know, does the Bible say we're not allowed to drink? Does the Bible say that we can drink? Can we drink mm-hmm. how much, you know, because yeah. there's wine at every event in the Bible? Yeah. Like, like the what does that, Bible? what does that mean? <laughs> I mean, you know, so I had to like really start digging in there for myself. And I think that that's something that I really appreciated was that I was learning the Bible for myself and not necessarily what other people told me mm-hmm. it said. Um, and so I really started to get into the weeds and, and a lot of it was conviction, right? Like mm-hmm. the more you read the Bible, the more I was reading it to help people. But, you know, as it's, as the Bible says, it's a double-edged sword. So as I was reading it to help and heal others so that I can pray for others, I was being like really checked like yeah. all the time. Um, and it didn't feel good at all. I mean, writing, I, um, I was in isolation for a lot. I fasted a lot. Um, like I was really sometimes very unhappy with choosing to walk in this. Mm -hmm. And I realized that like being a Christian isn't about being happy. It's about serving God and it's about finding joy and peace, knowing that you're pleasing God. Um, and so, yeah, I was angry sometimes because I'm like, I want to go out, but I knew that I couldn't because I knew the product that I was producing People like I didn't want people to look at Christians as being hypocrites. Like mm-hmm. I wanted them to look at me and see, oh, that's what that's what we're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how we're supposed to live. Like I wanted to really be an example. Um, and, you know, I had to set boundaries. Um, you know, I lived with my line sister at the time. I was like, can we not bring alcohol in the house? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and she was like, OK. And um <laughs> You know, it was a struggle, um, not going places. You know, you mentioned being a sorority. You know, like, I am I was used to being everywhere, right. you know, and then I just disappeared, fell off the face of the earth. Right. Um, 
you know, so it was hard. It was hard. Um, as far as like now though, um, I think people, I had to, well, basically what I had to do is I had to destroy my old reputation of who Ashley was and recreate who I wanted Ashley to be. Mm -hmm. Um, and so now I think when people come around, like, and they see me, like they know, they know Ashley doesn't get drunk. She may have a glass of wine or a drink, but she's not, she doesn't do that, you know? And, and I've had people like even tell other people like, oh no, she doesn't want that, you know, because they know, they know this me, Mm -hmm. right? Um, they don't bring up my past. Um, I was afraid for a long time that, um, when people read the book that they were going to bring up my past or judge me in some kind of way. And God was like, who cares? You know, like, who are you trying to serve? You, you want to people please them? Are you trying to please me? And I, Mm. you know, I had to create that mentality. Like you right. Who cares? Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, you know, I'm much more comfortable in my skin. I'm much more comfortable in, um, the mistakes that I make realizing that at the end of the day, none of us are perfect. And, um, that's okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay to walk in purpose and still be a mess. Um, because that's the point is to get straight, you know, to, um, to learn how to be better each mm-hmm. and every day and to not like, to not be, um, to not allow those mistakes to hinder your purpose. Like you don't quit just because you make a mistake, right? You don't Mm -hmm. stop because you fail in some kind of way. You just get back up. You know, you read scripture that says you fall seven times, you get back up Mm -hmm. on the eighth. So you just, you just have to like constantly remind yourself of the scriptures and remind yourself that, you know, God is, is um, sovereign and he gives us grace and, it's not an excuse to make, to make mistakes, but like when you do, he understands, you know? Yeah. I feel like you said something that's, I think it's Jessica's mantra. When you said mm-hmm. that you can be a mess, but still walk in your purpose. Yes, child. I live yeah. and by it. Oh, like, oh, she just spoke to you, yeah. girl. Girl, I live and breathe. Look, she said, I'm like, yo. <laughs> It's real. It's real. I know Jessica would appreciate this. Ashley, in your book, there's like a lot of vulnerability. And if anyone that listens to our podcast, Jessica is all about that. I'm all about transparency. (laughs) And I think that's what, when I was looking over your stuff and, and reading a little bit, I was, that's what one thing I appreciate about you is your transparency and your vulnerability. Because see, the thing is about women, well, people in general, um, when they have these type of opportunities to, to minister to people, like, you're so busy trying to show off like the whole godly part of you, but you don't tell how you got there. There's mm-hmm. a, there was a process and a journey that you had to go through to get where you are. And it's cool where you are, but I'm somebody that wants to know I'm, I'm, you can minister to me more through your, through your journey. Like, and so I appreciate mm-hmm. the fact that you are so honest and you are so transparent. Like that helps so much more. And she found yeah. like, other honest people to share their stories mm-hmm. to. I'm gonna love you to ask me. I'm like, oh, girl, I ain't ready for that yet. <laughs> but my one of my favorite chapters was chapter three. I bookmarked it, the Jezebel spirit, like the mm-hmm. whole chapter. And I'm yes. like, oh, child. <laughs> and I want to read something. Let me find it real quick. I want to read something that I had actually underlined. It says that Satan is jealous because God will never love him the way he loves us. 
Jesus was sent to earth to redeem us from the sins we commit against God and ourselves. Satan hates us because God is in love with you and me. This is why Satan and his demons, fallen angels, are so busy in the world and in our minds, his playground, trying to tempt us. He figures if we buy into the idea of getting tangible, flesh-pleasing things, we will bow down and serve him. It's not much different from Jezebel and Baal several thousand years ago. Baal mm-hmm. was the god of Jezebel, worshipped through her sin and opposition to God. Satan is the god of the world who was worshipped through our sin and opposition to God. And for some reason, that just stuck out to me. That's why I underlined it. Because, mm-hmm. like, and we sitting here wondering, like, man, why is the devil attacking me so much? Because you're not serving him. Mm-mm. And Ashley says something um, earlier when she said, you know, when God told her, are you going to, you know, serve me or, or serve this world, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I love that. And so, like I said, I just love the transparency of this book. Okay, but to Godly and Gorgeous, how did that come about? I know you mentioned that you knew you needed to get a website and get a brand, but what made you mm-hmm. pick Godly and Gorgeous? Well, um, at the time, um, I, so by the time I started um, Godly and Gorgeous, I Everything business-wise, I mean, I'm, I study health, so I knew nothing, right? Um, Entangled had been out for almost a year, so it's been two years now. Yes. And, um, yep, on the first. Mm-hmm. And so last summer, was it last summer? Yeah, last summer, um, a little bit, a few months before I moved um, to Indiana for school, um, I I had realized like all the things I had done for Entangled. So I had spoken to teenagers. I had spoken to, I had been to churches. I had been to all of these different events and I had no way to capture it. I had no way to like prove what I was doing. Um, And right around the time that I had did my taxes, um, all of the financial things that I had poured into the book, all of the money that I had received from the book, I had to report as income. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was a combination of like trying to get the business side together in a functioning manner. And then also realizing like that I was doing ministry um, that I hadn't really thought about. Like every event that I did, people were coming up to me like, can we pray? Can I buy this? Can I talk to you about that? And Mm -hmm. I was like, this is a business. Like (laughs) I didn't know that I was going to be running a business. And so um, one of my mentors um, kind of told me like, in a roundabout way, like that I was kind of doing coaching. And um, like, when you look at the definition of a life of a life coach, you're, um, you're working with people on personal matters, like personal life matters that they need direction. And that's what mm-hmm. people were coming to me for. I mean, people were in my DMs, people were Facebook messaging me, I did have a Facebook page. Um, but more so people just wanted to talk to me about the things that I wrote in the book that apply to their lives. And I was like, okay, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I just took it on. I didn't see it as like money-making opportunity. I don't think of the book that way either. Mm -hmm. It was just something that I felt like God wanted me to do. And, um, so I went, so I was like, okay, I'll, you know, I'll be a life coach. So I went through life coaching school last summer and, um, throughout, like in the very first session, we were supposed to develop our business. Like, what is our, what is our brand? What do we want people to get out of it? Who do, what do we stand for? And I just went back to all of the things that I was already doing. I thought about if someone were to describe me, what would they say? Um, and then godly just popped up immediately because I, people say like, you just have this, like, 
whenever I see you, like you just, you're so put together. And I'm like, I'm not, but God is, you know, and I want to resemble him. And growing up, people would always look at me and, and, um, you know, think about, you know, the typical stereotype of like, well, if she's pretty, then she must be this, or she must Mm -hmm. not be that. And Mm -hmm. I wanted to change that. I wanted to change the idea of what beauty is. Like beauty does not mean being a certain size or wearing certain clothes or having a certain hairstyle or being a certain skin color, a certain height. No, God does not say that that's beauty. God gives us beauty. um, And then he accelerates that with having, you know, characteristics of him, the fruits of the spirit. So I took it to the next level. And I believe that, you know, gorgeous is like the pedestal. That's the epitome, right, of everything that God is. Um, and so that's it just clicked. Like, it's catchy. Um, my colors, pink and gold, um, gold obviously for royalty, and pink is like that soft, nurturing kind of aspect of what I believe God gives us, um, you know, our emotional side. So, um, yeah, I just, you know, clicked. I have the crown. Um, and it just flowed. Like when I registered it and I told people I unveiled the name, people were like, that's it. Yep. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. <laughs> that's it right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just ran with it. Um, and people love it and, um, they identify with it. Um, so yeah, this, that's how it came about. And we've been running strong for over a year now. I love it. And the fact that you'll two year anniversary of this book. I Mm -hmm. love it. And so I do want to read to people so that they can run out and get the book. Um, The back. Well, go ahead and plug it then. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to let you do that too in a minute. But on the back of the book, it says, God doesn't expect perfection. He simply desires you. Have you ever wondered why do I keep going from relationship to relationship? Yes. Mm -hmm. Sorry, that that was my added. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Why is this new one much like the last one? Is it me? I need something more. I want something meaningful, a true love that will love me without boundaries, restraints, or conditions. You know the fairy tale love of happily ever after. Well, guess what? You are probably looking for love in all of the wrong places. Here is my advice. If you are looking for love, look up. If you are looking for a healthy and long-lasting relationship, look up. She preaching. If you are looking to get past your truths, again, I say, look up. Stop looking at a man or woman to fill this void when only God can. Realize Mm -hmm. that your worth is not in how much attention you can get or in the sweet words whispered to entice you into the bedroom. Nor is your worth based on broken relationships, abortion, children out of wedlock, or even HIV AIDS. Your worth comes from God alone. Know this. Christ is the Savior and he died to set you free. Stand firm in that freedom given to you and do not be entangled by sin again. And I want to read one more thing that was actually in chapter one, like the first page. And it says, tired of being second best, but not tired of the sin. I love the feeling of flesh because at best you were my perfect 10. But I could just imagine God sat and trying to figure out when. When was I going to surrender? Y'all, I'm telling you, this is powerful. Hey, if you are is- in a soul tie, like this is like real stuff. So, Ashley, thank you so much for joining us today. And I do want you to share with everyone where they can find you, if they want you to speak, how can they book you. So just share with us, you know, what's going on with you. Absolutely. So thank you all for having me. Um, 
like I said, I have um, a website and um, a Facebook page. My website is godlyandgorgeous.com. Um, if you would like to email me or um, book me for any event, you would just email me at info at godlyandgorgeous.com. You can also just go to the um, the contact me page on the website. I have Instagram, godly underscore and underscore gorgeous. I also have my own Instagram page, which is just underscore Ashley Towns. And you can just search Godly and Gorgeous on Facebook for um, the Facebook page. You can send emails that way as well. I do accept DMs. Um, so feel free to contact me. The book is available at Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. And um, if you want me to sign the book, just email me. I'll sign it for you. Perfect. And we'll also have um, the description of Ashley's information in the description of this episode. So, Ashley, thank you again. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. This was awesome. We appreciate it. We'll catch y'all next week.